summer of 93. The summer of 93. At the end of my 11th grade year, it was confirmed that I had failed two subjects. I was informed on the first day of the summer that if I wanted to go to 12th grade and be a senior, I was going to have to go to summer school. Now, I can't tell you how pissed off and angry I was that I had to go to summer school. I waited all year long, all school year long, to get a break and to find out that I was gonna have to continue to go to school basically until the first week of August, just plain and simple sucked. I could blame nobody but myself, but that doesn't mean I didn't try. I blamed the teachers and the school for not teaching me right. To be honest, I even started blaming my father that he didn't recognize that I just wasn't that smart and that he should have put me in a special education class. The two subjects that I was going to have to take over were math and social studies. The two subjects that I truly, and I mean Lionel Richie truly, hate the most. In addition to having to go to summer school, I had also recently acquired a job at Kennedy Memorial Park as a pool attendant. It was a seasonal position that lasted until Labor Day, working 40 hours a week. After signing up for summer school and finalizing my work hours, my schedule was extremely busy. From Monday through Thursday, I went to school at 9 a.m. and finished at 11.30 a.m. My work hours were from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. with Thursdays off. For a 17-year-old kid, I was extremely busy. Very busy. What made matters worse is that I was extremely busy with no car. In order to get to my responsibilities, I had to walk. And let me tell you something, walking in 90 degree heat every day is not what's up. Something had to give. The first couple of days with my busy schedule were a real struggle. Having to get up at 7.30 a.m. and then leave the house by 8 a.m. was hurtful. It took one hour to walk to school and one hour and 20 minutes to walk from school to work. Once my shift was over, it took about 20 minutes to walk home, only to do it all over again the next day. Again, like I said, that's a lot of walking, especially in the 90 degree heat. I tried everything to occupy my mind during the trip. I would listen to my Walkman, but that got old because by the time I was on my way home from work, the batteries had usually died. Times were different back then, as there were no dollar stores where you could buy batteries for cheap. Batteries at that time were close to $7. I tried counting lines in the sidewalks. I tried bringing a tennis ball to bounce. I even tried selecting the rock on the ground or a bottle cap to kick while I walk. Nothing worked. It seemed like nothing I did would make that walk seem shorter or at least enjoyable, except when I began daydreaming. Since I was little, I loved being imaginative. When I was about eight years old, I developed this love for trains and buses. I would use belts as the Long Island Railroad trains and use books as the Nassau County bus lines, pretending that I was a train engineer or a bus driver. Daydreaming always helped me pass the time, so that's what I began to do. I would daydream about the future and about the things that I wanted to obtain. Getting up at 7 a.m. and not coming home to close to 10 p.m., kind of felt like I was living an adult life. So I pretended and imagined I was. 
I started planning what I wanted or what I thought an adult needed. I daydreamed about what type of car I wanted, what girl I wanted, and where we were going to eat, shop, and chill. I was really thinking like a true adult, right? Yeah, right. I remember my first few daydreams were about how I was going to get me a fly, dope car. I wanted to have my own wheels, especially since I had my license. I mean my junior license. I said junior license because we couldn't drive past 9 p.m., but please, whatever. I had my license. I also began daydreaming about what girl I wanted. I had one in mind, but I wanted to step to her correctly. I wanted to make my move once I had my car and had a couple of dollars in my pocket. I didn't want to step to her like I was a scrub, you know what I mean? I wanted to treat her right and take her out to McDonald's for a little two-for-two Big Mac special with fries and soda. About halfway through the summer, I began formalizing a plan to turn my dreams into reality. The first thing I did was open up a passbook savings account at Nation's Bank. I decided to open up the bank account so I could have a place not only to save my money, but also where I can cash my check without having to go to the check cashing place and pay a fee. The second thing I decided to do was to continue to save all my money from my paychecks. Since I had no bills, this wasn't that hard to accomplish, except for those times when I had to actually pay for my ham and Swiss hero from the deli, but that wasn't often. I had to hook up from my homegirl who I became very cool with. She would hook me up with sandwiches, snacks and drinks all the time. The third thing I decided to do was to stay in touch with her periodically. I would talk to her about once every two weeks to see how she was doing. I would also occasionally go see her at her job at the Chinese restaurant in the food court at the mall. Every time we talked, we would talk for hours at a time about any and everything. There was one particular time that I informed her that I liked her, but she didn't respond to it. She kind of acted as if I never said anything. I remember thinking to myself, I really hope I'm not doing this for nothing. As the summer progressed, we continued to talk and I continued to occasionally go visit her at her job. When I would visit her at work, it would only be for about five minutes at a time. I would either travel by bus or borrow my grandmother's car just to go see her. I remember one particular time my visit was cut short due to her getting screamed on by her manager. I wasn't sure why she was getting screamed on, but all I knew was that I didn't like it. She was my girl, at least in my dream, and don't nobody scream at her. I walked away daydreaming about how I was going to take karate from Mr. Miyagi and Daniel son him. By the end of the summer, I accumulated about $1,100. I began looking for cars that I wanted. I didn't have much luck, so I began looking for cars that I could afford. After about a week of looking, I found two cars that I was extremely interested in. It was between a red 1985 Dodge Aries or a 1986 silver Chevy Spectrum. The Dodge Aries was cool, but it was just two things that I really wasn't feeling about it. The first thing was that at the time, this was the go-to rental car that O.J. Simpson used to run to during the Hertz Airport commercial. The second thing was that the rear trunk area of the car sat low and sagged, almost touching the ground, and I wasn't really feeling that. The Chevy Spectrum was cool. It just had a lot of miles on it. After about a day or so, I decided to get the Chevy Spectrum. After bringing the car home, it sat in the driveway for about two weeks while it got some preventative and needed maintenance. It also sat because I had to get insurance and an inspection sticker before I could drive it. I would periodically go out to the driveway and just sit in the car 
daydreaming about the day that I could drive it. Since I had a cordless phone, I would call her from the car and talk to her. I was always careful with my excitement as I made sure not to tell her I had gotten a car. I wanted it to be a surprise. If I wasn't talking with her, I would sit in the car and formalize the last stages of my plan. I decided that I was going to step to her while she was walking to school on the first day. I was going to pull right up next to her with the perfect song banging and playing out my car and tell her to get in. And after she had gotten in, I was going to ask her to lunch at McDonald's and ask her to be my girl. As I was finishing up my plan, I realized that my radio was horrible. I decided that I could not step to her without my tunes right. Whatever song that I'm going to play, it had to sound right, not like some cheap headphones. I didn't know what to do about this radio problem until I remembered that my homeboy, let's just say he specialized in radios. I called him and he came over and checked out my new whip. He assured me that he would hook me up and that he did. He hooked me up with a pull-out faceplate radio with a remote control. Later on that week, the final repairs were completed, their insurance and inspection sticker were obtained, and it was time to execute my plan. The night before the first day of school, I was excited. I couldn't wait. I woke up early to make sure that I would be fresh dressed like a million bucks. I had my fresh fade, my new kicks with my new school clothes, ready to leave so I could meet her while she walked to school. When I got in the car to warm it up, I decided that the perfect song I was going to play was Joe's I'm In Love. Approximately 7.45, I drove off from my house, system bumping, ready to meet her. I rode up and down the block, but to no avail. Where was she? Did she walk another way? Did she get a ride? I kept riding, eventually giving up, because if I had kept up, I would have been late. Once I arrived at school, my schedule directed me to the gym. As I was walking in the gym, I saw her and decided to sit right next to her. She told me that she got a ride to school, and as we talked, about the, how the rest of our summer was going and how it was. After talking with her for a while, I decided to make my move. I told her that I brought a car and then I asked her out to McDonald's for lunch. She said yes, and I told her to meet me in the hallway by the end of the lunchroom at 12.15. I arrived at the meeting spot at 12.10 and waited till about 12.30, but she never showed up. I didn't see her for the rest of the day. At one point during the day, I ran to our homegirl and asked her, if she had seen her. She informed me that she hadn't and I told her that she had played me. On my way home from school, I looked for her, but to no avail. The next day I looked for her on the way to school and the whole day while I was in school, but to no avail. At this point, I honestly gave up. I was disappointed and I felt as though she played me because she didn't want to hurt my feelings. I felt dissed and matter of fact, even a little disrespected because I at least thought we were friends. I guess that's how it goes sometimes though. On my way home from school that day, I saw her walking. I pulled up ahead of her and stormed out the car to confront her. I asked her why she played me and why she was avoiding me. She had no response. I aggressively told her that I didn't appreciate how she played me and that if she didn't want to go and wasn't interested in me, that's all she had to tell me. I told her I was disappointed in her and that I thought we were better than that. After I had got out everything I had to say, and since she seemed shocked and had nothing to say, I got back in my whip and drove off. 
On the way home, I felt really good though. I got out all that reflective animosity feelings that I had and accepted the fact that she and I were not gonna be. After taking my faceplate off and locking my car door, I went inside to get something to eat. As soon as I opened the door, the phone stopped ringing. When I go to the call ID to see who was calling me, the phone starts ringing again. As I'm saying hello, I scroll through the call ID and notice that it's her calling me. In fact, as I further glance through the caller ID, I notice that this is her fourth time calling me since I left her, shocked after screaming on her. After greeting each other, she apologized for her behavior and she admitted that she does like me. I told her how much I liked her and how much I wanted her to be my girlfriend. We talked for hours that night and made plans to meet for lunch the next day, the actual last day of summer. Instead of McDonald's, we went to White Castle's as the McDonald's Big Mac special was over. We shared 20 cheeseburgers, onion rings, and soda while we made plans for the rest of the seasons. The end.